it was amazing to see you know the teaching just reaches out to all corners all countries like maharaj's attic i mean nisargdatta maharaj in khetwadi in a loft no google maps <laughs> no airbnbs no net no facebook no youtube but yet they would come and that is all thanks to morris friedman who translated i am that who was with ramna maharshi before with krishna murthy he helped bring the dalai lama into india and there's a very touching story of uh, in his old days have you all read about this ganeshan has speak, spoken about this in morris friedman's old days and maharaj considered morris friedman a nyani so he was alone so there was no one to look after him i don't know the details of the story but what happened was this lady like a caretaker you know she came to morris friedman to look after him so she was asked you know that why did you come to look after this man and she said i had a dream where a sage comes to me in a loin cloth and tells me to go and look after this man so that is why i have come otherwise i had no intention to come and then later on she saw a photograph of the sage and who was it ramana maharshi so see how compassionate the source is you know that is actually i am not doing justice to that story but you'll try reading it up on the net it's extremely beautiful that the source took care of someone like morris friedman this way i'll tell you all something which happened with me quite funny years ago i was in tiruvannamalai at the ramana ashram and there is a bookstore across the road it's called bhagwan arts so i went there we supply some of our books there so he had requested me he said robert adams book silence of the heart robert adams was an enlightened disciple of ramana maharshi in the west so there's a book called silence of the heart so this manager requested me that if you can publish it in india it would be of great service to robert adams fans and followers and devotees because they really like that book and it's hard to get so i said see by all means because this is my passion also so i said i'll write to them whoever's in charge we'll try we'll ask them if rights are available for india and if it's happens smoothly i'm happy to do it so i came back to bombay and we wrote to the institute or something which looks after robert adams work and we got a reply sometime later saying that we are not interested so i was very relieved because i felt you know as it is these books one does not make money on and the relief was not that the relief was that we did what we had to the universe requested it our duty was to ask we asked unfortunately it was a negative which is fine now it's settled 
And about three days later, I remember it was about 3.34 in the afternoon, I got a call from the States. So, she, and on the other end of the line was Nicole Adams, Robert Adams' wife. She was old then, so now I think she must be really old. So she said, are you uh, Gotham? And I said, yes. And she said, have you written uh, to us recently about you know, publishing this book in India? I said, yes, ma'am, we did. But unfortunately, uh, your institute felt it's not appropriate. So we've let the matter rest there. So she said, uh, I must tell you something. She said, I was woken up by Robert at 3.30 in the morning. This is, of course, after Robert passed away. Huh? And Robert told me, why are you not giving the rights to that young Indian man? <laughs> <laughs> so then she sent the contract. And I told her, I said, ma'am, we can't afford a big royalty advance for these kind of books. We normally tend to go out of pocket also sometimes. She said, don't worry. Put something down because that's part of our procedure. Whatever it be, you write it down, you send it, I'll sign the contract, and it'll be done. And that is how we published Silence of the Heart in India.